It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, good evening, it's Simon Marcel et bienvenue, welcome to the rendezvous, the accent français, French. Um, I want to start the show, before I get to your calls, with that simple quote, but I love it. It says, never make someone your priority if they treat you like an option. I repeat, never make someone your priority if they treat you like an option. It's going to be 50-50 or 100-100. It cannot be 100 on one end and 50 on the other end. Equilibrium allows the tree of love to grow. And you know what else can allow that? If you have a question, just call me now. 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, just call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Rose. Bonjour, Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on tonight? Well, okay. I am super happily married, but uh, I have what I think is a really tough problem to solve, and it involves uh, my husband and a sound that he makes that drives me crazy. A sound? What, what sound? So... He, and I don't know why I've just started noticing it because we've been together a long time, but when he chews, like when we're eating dinner and he yeah. chews, it's this unbearable sound. Like it is, it's actually repulsive to me. I, I see. But like, well, can you imitate the sound? <laughs> it's like there's normal chewing, but then this has like a pop in it. It's like his jaws popping every time it's like, Oh, Houston, we have a problem because that is a tough one. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how annoyed are you really with this? Uh, it's it's not that, well, okay, I'm going to put it on like about a 7 or an 8 in terms of it's weird because it almost makes me kind of angry and disgusted. I see. Okay. So um, do you think you can do something about it, like going to the dentist? Maybe, you know, you need to align your teeth. There is some things you can wear. I mean, why not uh, have to talk about this? Oh, I hadn't really thought about it being something that could be corrected. I mean, he you does know, snore, too. Maybe we could do a two-for-one there. Maybe there's some kind of mouth device or something. Well, for snoring, yes, there is some stuff, too. But let's start by <laughs> one at a time. Oh, he's going to really freak out. How, I think you, you, should, you should tell him, and then he could do at least one visit to the dentist. Because really, sometimes, I'm not a dentist, but your jaw, wrong alignment, or teeth, or whatever, can really create that pop sound. So I think it'd be worth to save your marriage <laughs> to go spend <laughs> yeah, 100 bucks. The, the level that I'm grossed out is what is so bad you know it's like we sit down for um dinner and i'm almost like turning on the tv like hey, let's watch the tv <laughs> cover the sound pause <laughs> yes. we gotta do something about this so so i suggest that you really talk about it nicely and go see the you can go see the dentist and you don't want to be disgusted it's just too much at stake no you know what i think that's a great idea i am going to propose that to him because at least that gives a solution to it it's not just like oh hey guess what i'm grossed out by this Exactly. Don't mention your gross out by it. Just that it's, it's very <laughs> annoying and makes you, you know, cringe. I'm worried about your jaw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put it like that. You're worried about his jaw. Maybe there's some crack there we need to, to fix. Right. Okay. Well, I like that very much. Thank you so, so much, Simon. You're welcome, Rose. I hope that helps you. And have a good night and a good holiday season for sure. Okay. Thanks. You too. You know what? Let's just talk about little things or habits that a partner can have that drive us crazy. I have a long list, and that's coming up next. What are the very little things that your partner has done 
or is doing that drives you nuts? Because I just talked to Rose and she said, even though she's been happily married for years, she just noticed that her husband has a way to chew food that drives her banana. I, I told her, to take him to the dentist. Maybe there's something we can do for that pop sound. But let's talk about, you know, what some partners have done, uh, at least in my life. So, for instance, constantly being on your phone. You're having dinner, and the person is constantly checking the phone. Like, what's ever on the phone is more interesting than what we're talking about. Annoying. Another thing, being indecisive. You know, like, I don't know. Maybe. Should we go out and eat Chinese tonight? Maybe. Oh, please. How about over texting? Have you ever been with somebody that texts you, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 times a day? I got a friend. He told me his wife texted him 50 times a day where you at when you're coming home. Could you deal with that? <laughs> I, mean, I, I got more, so stay with me because the list continues on the rendezvous. What are the little things that your partner is doing or have been doing that drives you bonker? Banana, nuts, cuckoo. Right. So I mentioned constantly being on the phone, being indecisive, over texting. How about backseat driving? You're driving and your partner keeps telling you what to do. Take a ride. Faster, slower. No, this is the easier way. D- listen, you don't know. Please, you're not driving. Shh. Drives me crazy. Uh, messiness. You go home and your house is like totally messy, even though it was clean when you left. Leaving the toilet, sit up. And that's for the guys, if you get my drift. Sometimes forget that, you know, it goes different way for the women partner. Uh, and also one thing that drives me nuts, the smell of cigarettes. Like a bad breath, like when you're going to kiss somebody. I just, I just can't. So actually, to allow you to tell me everything your partner has done, I am going to post that question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Check it out and just put down everything your partner does. Drives you crazy. And if you want to talk about it, just call me now. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Annabelle, bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour, Annabelle. Welcome to the rendezvous. So I know you have a romantic story that you said you wanted to share with me, and I'm all ears. Oh, I, I'm so excited to tell you. So Good. I've been I've been living in this town for about 14 months, and I've not had a boyfriend in 14 months, and I've I've been you know dating and dating and whatever. Well, finally, this past August, I was working. Because I travel um, to different offices with my work, I met a gentleman, and we hit it off. He's the most gorgeous man I've ever met in my life with the amazing blue eyes, beautiful body, yes, and um, dating has been going great, and I know it's only been a couple months, but uh, recently, just this past week, he has invited me to come have Christmas with him and his family, and I'm very excited. That is exciting. How does that make you feel? Oh, um, just made me feel special, made me feel loved, made me feel like I'm important. That's it. Listen, this is. I'm really excited for you. It's a great step because that indeed, when that happens, it can mean a lot of good things, like you know, like an officialization of the relationship. And I'm happy for you. So I wish you and him and all your family a happy holiday season. Thank you so much, Simon. You're most welcome and have a good night. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. 
Now, I got to go to my email and help this gentleman because he had the best date of his life, but his date said something and he's confused now. So I'm going to help him next. Stay with me. If you have a question for me about your relationship, but you can't call in for any reason, just email it to me at therendezvousshow.com and we'll talk about it. Trisha, what exactly is happening between Eric and that date of his? Eric says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Eric. I went on the best date of my life last night, and I texted my date to tell her that I can't wait to hang out again. And she texted back and said that she had a great time, but she's going through a lot right now, and she's not looking for anything serious. I'm so confused and bummed out. I thought this girl could be my wife. What should I do, Simon? Ah, that's a dilemma, Eric, when you have the best time with someone and then they tell you that they're going through things and they're not looking for anything serious. What should you do? You should stay with me because I'm going to tell you that next on The Rendezvous. What would you do if you go on a date and you have an amazing date, right? Uh, date of your life, as Eric emailed it to me. And then the potential partner, in the case of Eric, the girl, goes, you know, she's going through different things in life and actually she's not looking for anything serious. And Eric goes, I don't know what to do because I thought maybe it could be my wife. Here is my advice on this one. Slow down your horses and take the time to get to know her. Right now, she's not available for something serious. It doesn't mean six months or a year from now she isn't. What you should never do is pressure. So take her again on a date, maybe in a couple weeks, instead of rushing into the date next week, just in a couple weeks. So you give her time, A, to get to know her, two, no pressure, and three, if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. I've heard stories where people say, oh, my God, you know, I'm not ready for that. And then six or eight months later, they're happy to date and be completely together. So slow down the horses. And that is my advice, Eric. I hope it helps you and her. You call that next on The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. If you want to share a chapter or even a page of your romantic life with me on The Rendezvous, 855 855- 905-8255. Bonjour, Kendra. Uh, bonjour, how are you? I am good, Kendra. Thank you so much. I want to hear that romantic page or chapter of your romantic life that you said you want to share. Of course, of course. This is when I was a much younger woman, but I was uh, at a late night party. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was a fancy party with people that I wanted to kind of get to know and be a part of these circles. And so I was dressed very nicely and I was very young, like I said. So, um, I was kind of fearless and I went up to one of the people at the party, this very attractive gentleman. And I just started joking with him. And, um, I was telling him all about how I thought his hair looked exactly like, um, one of the characters on the little rascals. And he was like, that's so old. Like, how old are you? And I was like, no, 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 I'm only 19. And, uh, we just started talking and we were laughing and, we went to the parking lot, and I could not find my car. And so I had to go with him to his car, and we drove around trying to find my car, and finally we just parked next to it. And then we just sat and talked for, like, another two hours. And I had the most magical night that night, and I never saw him again. I never got his phone number. But I just had this brief moment of meeting someone, connecting, and feeling totally Uh connected to everybody there. And it was just so special and romantic that I'll always remember it. I I love that. Listen, 
there is magical nights, and it usually happens when we are younger, when we do spend five, six, eight hours in a row just talking and, and sometimes making out. Did, were you were you making yeah. out too? Yes, we were totally making out. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's those magic romantic nights. It's just you know, I, I miss them. <laughs> That's, yeah. I miss, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, Kendra, thank you so much for sharing that little page of your romantic memory book with me. I, I really appreciate it. It just brings me back to memory lane, just like that. Oh, well, sure. Thank you so much for listening. Talking about memory lanes, I've had maybe the most memorable romantic night in a Whitfield. Yeah, in a Whitfield. You want to know what happened? Stay with me. That's next. Have you ever? In the late summer, when the wheat fields are kind of dry, almost soft, took a walk in those long, endless wheat fields that we have back in France, actually, but here in America, too, and see the feeling of sitting down and just spending time and with that special smell in the summer. Because I did, and I will never forget that evening and that night. I was with my girlfriend, Sofiane, which was back in Paris. I was... 18 or 19, she was the same age. We were both in the same college class, actually. And we went to the country with my car. And I remember it's like in June, you know, the days last until 10 o'clock almost. The sunset goes very late. And we start around 6 or 7 to walk into that wheat field. And you feel with your hand the softness of the wheat. It's just very, very soft. And you walk like in an ocean of wheat. And then we sat down on a location that was looking down at all the wheat fields. It was a fabulous view to see the sunset. And then, stay with me. I'm going to tell you what happened in that wheat field. <laughs> One summer night in France, I think it was the north of France, me and a girlfriend, Sofiane, we're both 18 or 19, decided to take a ride and stop in the wheat field. And we walk and walk, and it's like, I don't know, 7 or 8 o'clock at night in June, late June. So the sunset goes around 9.30 or 10. And it's super soft, and this wind, and just... And then we sit down, and we haven't... You know, it was not about ooh-la-la, it was not about all that. What happened is that we stayed on the top of that wheat field, looking down at the sun going down. I'm serious. Holding hands, cuddling, kissing for hours, and telling each other stories. And there was a smell in the wheat field that just, I will never forget it. And I have not been with a girlfriend in a wheat field since then. But I hope next summer I have a chance. Who knows? Anyway, uh, you call that next, 855-905-8255. If you have a doubt, something on your mind about your relationship, just dial in, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Davina. Bonjour, Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you this evening? Just a small problem. Um, I've been with my boyfriend uh, off and on for two years. And yes. we both live in different states. We're six hours apart. Okay. And, um, you know, we have regular relationship problems, but when you're so far away, it, kind of, it makes it worse. So um, recently we had a conversation, and um, he's not considering moving here. I can't move there because of my obligations. And so um, I'm just wondering if it's a good idea for us to leave things here and, you know, I move see. on with life. I see. Give me the reasons for which you would not want to break up. So now here you are. You have two choices, break up or not break up. Give me reasons for staying together. 
we get along really good. We laugh, we joke. Um, when we are together, we have really good times. I can talk to him about anything. He's like my best friend. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to lose that. That are great reasons. Now, give me the main reasons why you would consider breaking up with him. Because he's six hours away. Every time that we see each other, I go there. He never comes to see me. And we see each other maybe maybe once a month. And it's hard. Like, you want, you want someone next to you. You want someone to share things with or go places with, cuddle up at night. And, and I don't have that. I see. So let's go to your intuition because women intuition is always right on. In your intuition, Davina, do you think you should give it more time or do you think it's time to break up with him? My intuition says get out of there. Then it is get out of there. I will never go against a woman intuition. So that's the never. And by the way, your women intuition, remember that for the rest of your life. If you listen to it, no one can play you. No one can lie to you, and you can't betray yourself. That's the best tool you have. So, listen, you said that, then it's time to say bye-bye. Do it nicely, softly, but clearly. Okay. All right, Davina. Well, I'm, I'm glad we could figure this one out, and then um, I, I wish you a happy holiday season. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Last question of the night. Would you rather get a bad holiday gift from your partner or... No gift at all. That is coming up next on The Rendezvous. Would you rather get a bad holiday gift from your partner or no gift at all? Because if we're honest and we look back at how many bad gifts we got <laughs> that were well-intentioned, but yet we have to return it, we have to pretend, fake it. Oh my God, it's great. It sucks. What is this? You don't know me? You know, that's where the bubble in your mind goes. So I think, honestly, we should say no more bad gifts. I think that we should go, you know what, just here's what I want or here's what I like. And we should ask each other that. So this holiday season, everybody has a smile on their face. Not a fake one. And the ratio of return to the mall is way down. So my answer is I'd rather have no gift than a bad gift, really. And that's my last answer for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.